quick uh, thoughts. I've not had a chance to read through Alex's take, but uh, Alex Berenson, funny that this came down uh, right the same day that our Daniel Horowitz got, uh, quote unquote, permanently banned from Twitter. Alex Berenson settled with Twitter today. I presume, I've not looked at this, but I presume that will mean the restoration of his account uh, to Twitter. But uh, otherwise, what was the point? But thoughts on could what precedent this could potentially set in about a minute? Well, it all depends on whether that account happens. If it's yep. just a cash grab, and then you, you just nailed it right there. We need to know the answer to that. Yeah. Let's hope it wasn't that, because Alex has done some phenomenal work. Of course work he has. Over the last 20-some-odd months, for sure. All right, hour three here coming up as we look at the future of American independence. of American independence. Well, again, we started off telling you today that the answers to the future are often found in the past. So we should go to the past to warn us about the future of losing our way of life. Founding father John Adams through the miracles of modern technology will join us next. You hear me talk about my love all the time for my pillow and my sheets, and I've had the best sleep of my life, honestly. And Mike Lindell has done it again with his My Slippers. He took over two years to develop these. He ensured that they weren't just any ordinary slipper. These slippers are made with three-tier cushioning system, two layers, My Pillow foam, and a layer of impact gel to prevent fatigue and offer all-day comfort. It's embarrassing for my children, but I love them, and I can wear them indoors outdoors when i bring them places oh they love it and i love it too because they're comfortable for a limited time you're going to save 90 dollars on a pair of my slippers the blowout sale of the year won't last so order right now it's even great to stock up for future gifts for family and friends just log on to mypillow.com click on radio listener specials use the promo code back to receive this incredible limited time offer call right now 800-966-3117 or go to mypillow.com promo code back
Back here with the third and final hour this morning of the Glenn Beck program. We are the Steve Day Show. That is yours truly, Aaron McIntyre, Todd Erzin. We are the show usually after Glenn here on Blaze TV. BlazeTV.com slash Dace is where you can go to become a subscriber to Blaze TV today. It is our special Independence Day program. We do this on our own program every year. We're doing it for the first time here, though, for the Glenn Beck program audience. We have... Done it a little differently, though. Looking at the state of American independence, past, present, and now this hour, we will look at the future. Later this hour, a big announcement on how we're going to try to provide for you a tool, and if successful, a series of them, uh, that will help you uh, to pass on the heritage of this country to your children as it was once passed on to us. So stay tuned for more on that here later in this hour. But speaking of, passing on our heritage as a people and what could happen to us if we do not. We present to you exclusively through the miracle of modern technology an address just for you from founding father, John Adams. Adams, sirs, I appreciate this opportunity to take the floor. I do understand this gathering. It is precisely what my colleagues and I had in mind, what we dreamed of, why we abandoned our homeland, our England, and why we abandoned our King George. I am John Adams. I will become President of the United States. I will become the first of only two presidents whose son will also become president, but I will primarily be known for my work with the Declaration of Independence and the founding of this land. I was disliked by many, considered brutish, pushy, but I always professed my calling to be bold. My attitude has always been, come with me in Christ or get out of my way. I come to this Congress with two proposals for your, excuse me, with two proposals for your consideration, after which I intend to depart and charge you with defining their merit. Proposal number one, that the Christian heritage of this land shall be revealed, shared, taught, and stressed to all American children. In other words, the Christian history will be included in the public education. 55 members attended the Constitutional Convention. 52 of those 55 were actively involved in their respective churches. Did you know? The words God and Jesus occur numerous times in the writings of our founders. Hundreds of times. Oftentimes a synonym was used, such as Master, Heavenly Father, Divine Provider, Jehovah Jireh. My friend George Washington used 54 different references to our Lord. Did you know? 54. Likewise, a hundred years later, a Mr. Abraham Lincoln will use 49 such references, and a Mr. Robert E. Lee will use 45. Did you know? Thus, the profound significance and impact of Jesus Christ on the history of this land, let alone the profound significance and impact of Jesus Christ on some rather remarkable Americans. One such American, a personal friend of mine, 
was Mr. Benjamin Franklin. And despite his uh, shortcomings in morality, he too understood God's divine providence here. This is on file from the Constitutional Convention dated June 28, 17 and 87. Franklin was addressing the morning worship, excuse me, uh, the Congress. But how has it happened, sir, that we have not hitherto once thought of humbly appealing to the Father of lights to illuminate our understanding? In the beginning of our contest with Great Britain, when we were sensible to danger, we had daily prayers in this very room for divine protection. Our prayers, sir, were heard, and they were graciously answered. I have lived, sir, a long time, and the longer I live, the more convincing proofs I see of this truth, that God governs in the affairs of men. And if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice, is it probable an empire can rise without his aid? We have been assured, sir, in the sacred writings that except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. And I firmly believe in this. My friends, that was Benjamin Franklin. That is but one example of the Christian heritage of this land. There are numerous others. <clears throat> Here, Patrick Henry, yes, he said, give me liberty or give me death. But only after he said, an appeal to arms and to the God of hosts is all that is left. We shall not fight our battles alone. There is a just God who presides over the destinies of nations, and he will raise up friends to fight our battles. Is life so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God, and only then give me liberty or give me death. Did you know the secular historians must have omitted something, don't you think? Mr. Thomas Jefferson believed that the constitutional freedom of religion is the most inalienable and sacred of all human rights. Mr. George Washington, without an humble imitation of the characteristics of the divine author of our blessed religion, we can never hope to be a happy nation. Mr. Abraham Lincoln, the only assurances of our nation's safety is to lay our foundation in morality and religion. Ladies and gentlemen, I suggest to you the Christian character of this land is not being taught to your children. Furthermore, the historical significance of Jesus Christ on the history of this land like a woolen mitten on frigid fingers has been a perfect fit, allowing God's hand to guide this country to its survival and lead her to her divine destiny. The Bible tells us we shall reap what we sow. My friends, the Christian seeds have already been planted by numerous Christian men and women, including philosophers and presidents, generals and gentlemen, patriots and housewives and ministers. Take care of this Christian land. Let your children know of the Christian seeds planted by Christian men, such as Jefferson, Washington, 
such as, such as Mr. James Madison, another future president, such as Mr. John Hancock, the very first signer of the Declaration of Independence, such as Mr. Noah Webster, the prolific thinker and remarkable author of the dictionary found in many of your homes. These were Christian men. Your efforts to teach that Christian heritage will not only be nurturing to all, but perhaps eye-opening to self and certainly appreciated by our Heavenly Father. Well, if you will excuse me, the heat here is somewhat reminiscent of the heat I experienced one summer many years ago in the village of Philadelphia. That first proposal sets the foundation for my second most difficult and certainly controversial proposal. That our future choices, yours and mine, our future choices will be guided, guarded, and governed by those Christian principles and ideals set forth in the first proposal. In other words, our Christian choices will be based upon Christian principles, not worldly principles. Let's pause it there. Let's let... Uh Founding Father John Adams catch his breath here in the uh, summer heat. When we come back, uh, a big announcement. Uh, our attempt here to try to do what John was just warning us we, that must be done uh, in order to preserve this last best hope for humanity east of Eden. Uh, this is just our little attempt to try to make it as simple as possible to begin the process of passing on our heritage to our children. We'll tell you about it here in a moment. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-226-1818. That's 1-800-226-1818. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-226-1818. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. So for those of you wondering what you have been listening to, and part two will be up here later this hour, is a performance by uh, a late actor, a local theater actor here where we live in Iowa. Michael Ernst was his name. He passed away several years ago. And uh, he did uh, a lot of traveling around to schools, libraries, churches, performances. Charles Carroll, the only Catholic to sign the Declaration of Independence. And this one with John Adams trying to do what he could to uh, preserve 
America's Christian heritage and pass it on to future generations. And he was very kind uh, late in his life to lend me this recording and give me unfettered access to share it with as many people as possible. And we renew playing it on our show for our Independence Day program every single year. And you're hearing this for the first time here on uh, the Glenn Beck program. And to that end, you know, last hour we charged local politicians and, and, you know, our local listeners and viewers to take action uh, for what they can do to take advantage of this window we have now to preserve, conserve maybe is the word here, as conservatives, uh, our way of life and pass those values on to others so that we will not be the generation that Reagan warned us about. The generation that one day would have to explain to their children and grandchildren what it was once like in America when we were free. To that end, after uh, Rush Limbaugh passed away, uh, my publisher came to me and noted uh, the success that Rush had had with his Rush Revere line of books. And I mean, no one, it's not possible to step into uh, Rush's shoes, literally all of this industry, whether you are a Hall of Famer like Glenn Beck or you are the fill-in team like me, Steve Dace. Every single one of us owes our jobs an ability to, to get paid to do what we believe in to Rush and his success. But it did leave a void. And it's not as if our kids are growing increasingly aware of their true history and heritage. So my publisher came to me and asked me, hey, would I consider starting a line of children's books? You know, we had we were fortunate enough last year, Todd, to have a number one bestseller with Fauci and Bargain. Yes. And so let's see, maybe with your newfound publishing success, if we can capitalize on that, but do something meaningful for the next generation. And I said I would do it on one condition, that it had to focus on America's Christian heritage. And if it was if it had focused on America's Christian heritage, I'm in. Uh, our publisher agreed, Post Hill Press. And so today we are launching pre-sales for this very first children's book. And then the response it gets will determine if it's a series uh, from here. This is the pilot. But if we're going to launch a series of children's books about America's Christian heritage, you start at the beginning of it. So the very first one, uh, and you can find it right now, available for pre-sales up at Amazon. I think it's up at Barnes & Noble's website as well. Uh, Why Thanksgiving is the title. And if it's successful, it'll just be a, a series of books answering for children the question of why this, why this tradition, why that one? Where, where do these things come from? What are their meanings? What are their origins? Well, the very first tradition of America is Thanksgiving. Uh, it is perhaps the most universally celebrated holiday in America, but a lot of our people don't know where it came from. Uh, don't know the true history of this uniquely American holiday. Did you know? What do you do? You remember the name Squanto? If you're Todd and I's age or older, you were still taught that name. I bet a lot of our children don't know though who that is. But what all do you know about him? I mean, what are the odds? What are the odds that when the Pilgrims pulled into the harbor? They would encounter a native who just so happens to know English because he was freed from the slave trade by English-speaking Christians earlier in his life, and they taught him the language and the Bible. What are the odds of that? When they, when they jump on a rickety boat called the Mayflower, and they risk their lives, fortunes, and sacred honors to sail here and escape tyranny in England, what are the odds that they were going to come to another world, a new world, and run into a native that just so happens to know their language. It's Those odds are astronomical. Probably the odds 
that if you jumped into DeLorean and went back to 1985 and said, guys, it is Donald J. Trump that's going to appoint the justices that overturn Roe v. Wade, those kinds of odds. There's only one being that, that, that defies odds like that. And that's the divine ruler of the universe. All things work together for the glory of God and for those called according to his purposes. This is history's orchestration from the architect of his story. And so we want to pass this legacy on to our children. And that's why the subtitle of our book, Why Thanksgiving? The Pilgrims started Thanksgiving for the same reason they came to America, because they loved God. There is an entire legacy and heritage out there that we have not passed on to our kids. And so this is just my small attempt to make a dent in that and to provide tools. There's a lot more families are looking to do supplement schooling from the indoctrination in the government schools or homeschooling. We did the homeschooling in our family. You can never have too many good books and tools for your kids if that's what you're doing. So if you want to pre-order your copy, this will be out in November of this year. Uh, it just went live on all the book merchants, including Amazon and Barnes and Noble, the two big ones. You can get it right now. Why Thanksgiving? You can pre-order it today. The Pilgrims started Thanksgiving for the same reason they came to America, because they love God. And I wrote it. So you know that the gospel is permeated throughout every single page of this book, uh, as it is because it's endemic. It's foundational to the founding of the country. So Todd, as a show editor, you got a chance to edit the text of the book. Uh, as I was writing it earlier this winter, you have any thoughts you want to share? Well, once again, tip of the cap to you, uh, the amazing range of writing. Again, a small group book uh, right there, Do What You Believe, writing the fictional book that is now being turned into a movie, writing now a children's book. That That is not easy to do, to find the right voice that is appropriate to make this work is, um, well, it, 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 it's, it's quite remarkable. And beyond just tipping my cap to him then, it's what, it, it's what you need to do. You need to find your voice just like that, not to sell a book, but to be a citizen. There is a place for you in this country. God gave you the right gifts to bloom where you are planted. Find your voice. Write your own book in your com. Uh, community not literally but figuratively that's what you've been charged to do permeate your entire life with the gospel as steve did with this book there is no chance of us losing this battle for uh liberty if we do that amen amen so you can get your copy if you want to pre-order it today why thanksgiving the pilgrims started thanksgiving for the same reason they came to america because they loved god it's up today over at Amazon. Pre-sales begin right now. It'll be out later this year in the fall. We'll come back. Part two of the address from John Adams in a moment. The Glenn Beck Program. If you own a business, this has been a bumpy ride from pandemic to inflation. I'm sure you could use a break. If your business has five or more employees and survived COVID, you're eligible to receive a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee. The challenge is getting your hands on it. 
Hi, I'm Howard Mackler, and that's why I founded GetRefunds.com to cut through the red tape and get you the money. Our tax attorneys are specialists in this little-known payroll tax refund program. We do all the work, charge not a dime up front, and simply share a percentage of the cash that we get for you. Businesses of all types qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, and even those that had increases in sales. Don't lose out on up to $26,000 per employee. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited period of time. The team at GetRefunds.com has already returned over a billion dollars to businesses, and we can help you too. Just go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. That's GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward. GetRefunds.com. Doing our part to keep free speech alive. There's much more after the break on the Glenn Beck Program. Again, if you just missed it, the name of the book, it'll be dropping this fall, pre-sales now, Why Thanksgiving? The Pilgrims started Thanksgiving for the same reason they came to America, because they loved God. My first attempt at a children's book and an earnest attempt to try to do my part to kind of preserve our Christian heritage and pass it on to the next generation, because without it, there is no future for American independence. And that's exactly what John Adams is going to talk about here in part two. My friends... Tomorrow, we'll bring about numerous challenges, numerous changes, you know that. Why, the devil himself will attempt to erode the foundation of that first proposal by using man's own intellect, own inquisitiveness to tempt and eventually destroy those Christian principles and ideals. If the devil himself were to tamper with our future course of events, can you imagine? For example, what a shame it would be if one day man were to discover how to eliminate a child prior to its birth and the government approved it. What a shame it would be if one day a new type of cannonball was developed, one capable of enormous explosive power, even including clouds of poisonous plagues, and the peoples and the nations accepted their occasional use. And, and what a shame it would be if one day a, a device... An image box of some sort was capable of sending evil images into our homes. And we not only permitted it, but promoted it so thoroughly and participated in it so thoroughly as to allow its evil tendencies to desensitize our moralities and virtually destroy our family time together. What a shame it would be if one day the love and compassion we have for our neighbors became secluded and isolated behind locked doors, privacy fencing, and hedges. And what a shame it would be if one day a person or group in authority were to decide the family unit is not really defined 
a sexual rebellion including same-sex relationships was allowed like smoke to seep under the doors into our log cabins, altering our marriage covenant and the family unit itself and the Christian neighborhood complained in private but remained silent and spineless in their public opposition? What a shame it would be if one day man were to learn to soar like birds in some type of flying apparatus only to turn around and use such a device to inflict harm on their fellow man. What a shame it would be if one day greed and ownership and materialism and corporate wealth became more important than giving, honesty, and helping thy neighbor to cut firewood. And lastly, what if our freedom to pray, what if our freedom to worship and pray freely and openly were taken away by our own government? If King George were to arrive on this soil tomorrow and prevent your sons and your daughters and your grandchildren from praying during schooling, well, such unlikely abominations must be repelled. Yes, the devil will use worldly men, but you must use the Christian principles and ideals set forth by my friends and my colleagues, your forefathers, and your founding fathers to dismember such abominations. Thus, my two proposals, I trust you will consider them, absorb any wisdom found therein, and adjust your lives accordingly. Oh, oh. Well. Now you know why I was disliked by many. Perhaps I have offended you or your neighbor. That was not my intention. But I will not apologize for my Christian heritage. Nor will I stand idly by when I see it being challenged and or ridiculed by future individuals and or events. And lastly, my dear friend, George Washington was constantly found to be in prayer. Did you know? He had been leading our troops against the vastly superior forces of King George. One wintry evening around dusk, a Quaker, ironically a Tory Quaker by the name of Potts, Mr. Isaac Potts, came upon the general. The general was alone at the edge of the wood. Mr. Potts was not seen by the general, but this is what Mr. Potts observed. The general was alone at the edge of the wood. Only his four-legged, trusty, ashen-spotted mount named Nelson stood off his shoulder. It was quiet. It was cold. The general was on his knee, so quiet, only an occasional 
snort from Nelson nearby colored the chilly, silent air. The general's hands were folded. His stature severe. His head was bowed. And he was praying. Picture that on your imaginary canvas. Picture that. General George Washington. Later, that Tory Quaker who observed this wrote about what he saw that evening outside his village at Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. He wrote, if there is anyone on this earth who the Lord will listen to, it is George Washington. And I feel a presentiment that under such a commander there can be no doubt of our eventually establishing our independence and that God in his providence has willed it so. My friends, this country is founded in God. Did you know? Too many of us don't know. Todd has a phrase he uses on our show, invincible ignorance. We are living in the dumbest time ever to be alive. We have more information and education at our fingertips than ever before in the history of our species. And yet, many of our fellow countrymen and women have a philosophy that is self-refuting, say things that don't stand up to any level of epistemological or philosophical muster. And even within this audience, some of you are going to be Googling those words to see what they mean. And you're the smart ones. So no, we don't know. And that was done on purpose. It was done on purpose so that we could be reprogrammed. It was done on purpose so that we could be conditioned. It was done on purpose so that we could create a society based on control where compliance is now the highest virtue. And so I just jump in my social media account and I switch from my preferred pronouns to my mask, to my jab certificate card, to my Ukrainian flag. And then I just await future instructions. I just await what is the what the, the new next current thing? What's the new current thing just dropped? I, Comply. Show that I will comply. Show that I have complied and will continue complying. There's nothing independent about a state based on compliance. They're anathema to one another. So no, we don't know, and that's on purpose. How will they hear the word if there is no one to teach it to them? That is meant in a specifically gospel context by Paul in the New Testament, but it applies here to history as well. How will they hear if there is no one to teach it, no one to demand it, no one to model it, no one to pass it on? Folks, we have no future. Independence in America has no future without a reverence for its past. We'll come back, wrap things up here in a few moments. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation, 
727-BECK. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 866-89-BIBLE. That's 866-89-BIBLE. 866-89-BIBLE. So these will be the final almost six minutes that we will have with you today. It has been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you for uh, being with us as we are stepping in to fill in for the Hall of Famer Glenn Beck. Here we are, the Steve Day Show. We usually air after Glenn here on Blaze TV. You can subscribe today at blazetv.com slash dace and get a discounted subscription there today. It's only about 10 bucks a month if you do. But uh, we're doing his show today while he is away on some vacation time. And we decided to make this our special Independence Day show that we do every year on our own show, but thought it might be fun to do it for the first time for the Glenn Beck program audience. We hope you enjoyed it. Getting a lot of questions again about uh, the performance of John Adams you just heard. Uh, that is uh, the late Michael Ernst, a local theater actor who created this show himself and 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 kind of just lived up to, you know, um, the answer is us. Let's find out. Just wrote this himself based on the writings of John Adams. He did another one for Charles Carroll as well and just traveled around the state of Iowa and then eventually the Midwest doing shows for libraries and churches and schools with this message. You know, he just saw a need and he filled a need. And, and that's really the future you know todd and aaron if we're going to sit here in the final few minutes and discuss what's the future of liberty and independence in america it's in the mirror it, it comes down to our own obedience to god and it comes down to our own courage of conviction there are two worldviews right now vying for supremacy dominion over this country it is a steel cage match. The door has been locked. There will be no co-accommodation. One worldview will walk out. The other will lie there on the carcass and carried out. Over. And this is going to come down to who has the most conviction in their belief system. And right now, they have more conviction over there. And until that changes, not much else will. And so that's really the future. That's the bad news. The good news is that's also the future. I mean, if, if we are the primary problem here, our complacency, then our conviction can also be the primary solution, gentlemen. Yes. Our obedience to God there at the end that he says and Steve echoes, uh, that Adam said and Steve echoes, 
is everything. It makes sense of what Adams also said when he said, I study war so that my sons can study politics so their sons uh, can, study, can study the arts. Well, it all makes sense and lead to something beautiful and sustainable if God is paramount over yep. that entire process. If it is not, you get what Plato warned about. You have the arts. They become toxic. Mm. They pervert everything. Mm. And so you get from the up, the arts uh, perverts politics, and we have this ridiculous January 6th show trial and the show on every level. And you then you end up with that perverting notions of war, and you have whatever the heck this Ukraine-Russia thing is, and we're actually funding that for God sakes so we need to have god lording over everything and then a lot of it does get on a level of cruise control but if not chaos is promised declaration of independence as i said it's a it's a beautiful essay an eloquent legal document but it only makes sense it only makes sense bringing things full circle it only makes sense when you understand as john adams said my friends, this country was founded in God. Did you know the refounding, the new founding of America must also take place in God as well? Because the founders of this country, as you like to say, Steve, many, many times, the founders of this country did not think that they were special. They knew that they were not. And then they set about, they set about putting God in his rightful place. Is he, in our right, is, is he in his rightful place in our own minds right now? Look around. Look around. I, I don't think this country as a whole really has God on the throne. We have a lot of other things, first and foremost, ourselves. But again, if, our, if we are the problem, we're also what? The solution. As long as we are inspired. Inspired by the word of God. And inspired by his uh, promises to us. It's time for action. Time for voting and th hoping things go away soon is over. Now is a time of action. It has been an honor to be with you guys here. Hope all of you have a great Independence Day weekend. Don't forget to join us tomorrow, noon to 2 Eastern on Blaze TV. Subscribe to our podcast. Check us out, Steve Dace or Steve Dace Show on all the socials out there as well. And until the next time, John 317. This is the Glenn Beck Program.